If this is your first time listening to the You Good Bro podcast, welcome. If you've listened before, thank you for listening again. If you like what you hear, please take it to the next step. Share it with somebody you think would love it. Thank you so much for listening and welcome to the You Good Bro podcast. Hey, this is Sam Duke. And this is Tell McHale. And I'm Joe Duke. We are here to check on you. You good, bruh? This is a safe space for men to express their emotions. We are here to bring a new and different definition of manhood, one topic at a time. We want to help create a new generation of men that are emotionally aware in order to improve these relationships. I know I'm trying to get good. I know I'm trying to get good. What about you? You You good, bruh? Hey, yo, it's your boy, Sam Duke. It's your man, Tim McHale. And I am Joe Duke. And you're listening to another episode of You Good, you Bro? Serious, serious, sir. Hey, we 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 got it. We have something we have to talk about, man. We got to bring the, the the board and the committee to to this conversation. We are we are bringing the fellas before the committee today okay (laughs) we are the commitment court today we are coming before we're bringing you dudes that do not want to commit before the court today all right and i mean and and i mean this in the most uh uh in the most non-serious way you know and at at the at the end of the day i don't want you to think that we're trying to judge you However, we want to make it clear that there is something that not just men are noticing, but women are noticing. And I I saw this on Twitter and I had a dialogue on Twitter about this. I'm actually reading a book about this. And um, it's about commitment for men and not necessarily just about men committing, but about the fear, not of, you know, potentially just getting your heart broken when you talk about commitment, but the fear of being successful when it comes to being in a relationship. So homegirl of mine on Twitter tweeted, men be so scared. They be Mm -hmm. afraid to let, let me just love and get to know they silly asses. Mm -hmm. And and I laughed because, you know, because I had recently had a, a, like a real conversation specifically about that with, one of my um one of my friends and to to set the to set the the tone we were just sitting you know how dudes do we sit down we start talking about the nature of the world you know bitches are this and women are doing this and men are doing that you know i can't mm-hmm. find no good girl and all, all of that we just having real conversation that men have whenever they sit down you know and in case women didn't know yeah just i mean just, <laughs> i know women know that we we talk like that so we're 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 talking and the the particular guy i'm talking to is like yeah i think i'm about to i'm gonna be alone i'm gonna be alone the rest of my life i'm just starting to see him be alone the rest of my life and you know he's a good guy he's one of if if you would ask me about the tier of type of man he is he's a he's very family oriented like that's a family man i know his desire is to have a family you know, he's one of those people that when I put picks up with me and my family, he's like, man, I can't wait. You know, that that kind of person, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 just knowing him and the type of person he is, just real old school, down to earth. 
you know, it it kind of shocked me that he was just like, yeah, I'm just coming to terms with like, I'm just going to be by myself, you know, you know, for the, for, for the rest of my life. And as he's going through that, we're having a conversation and he brings up a particular friend of mine that that we a mutual friend that we have un un um unsolicited is not like i brought this friend up or whatever the case may be but then he goes and says but this girl you know this particular woman you know i can see myself i could build an empire with that one you know what i'm saying i can build an empire with that one and so i was just like you know and and knowing that what i know between their history it seems as if they have some type of uh they've had you know they've had this conversation you know they've, oh, they've okay. They're friends to that degree, but they've never really pulled the trigger based on different factors that don't really matter in this in this in this instance. But, you know, I was just like, so you mean to tell me we just sat here 10 minutes ago. You said you're going to be by yourself forever. But then you're you without me bringing this individual up, you're going to say, oh, yeah, that's a good one right there. Like I could definitely see myself building a life with her. And so I asked, I was like, so what are you afraid of? You know, like, why, why have you not, you know, made that happen? Because I know, because it's a mutual friend, I know what it looks like on the other end of that. You know, there is some potential between them two, but they, it, it has not been, you know, had. And I was like, so what the, what's the issue? You know, and, and as we sat and kind of talked about it and it went back and forth, I did not express this to him because I, you know, when I'm and I'm in the mode of just information gathering, I don't analyze a whole lot, especially because of where I was at. You know, I had been drinking and I was like, I am. I'm going to sit on this and I'm going to move on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just collect the information. But what I what I got from it is it just seemed like fear. You know, it just seemed like there was there was a lot in it that was just like, you know, you know, because it's like. In one in one instance, just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be be alone by myself forever. In another instance, like I want a family. And we're not talking about 22 year old men. I'm talking about 30, you know, 28, 29 year old men, men that have graduated from college, men that have been out here for a little while that have aspirations of actually, you know, having a family. And the, the only thing that came to my mind was like these motherfuckers out here are scared of success. They are mm. afraid because they know I, these the men that I've interacted with know what it's like to have relationships that don't go well. And that's why he, he was basing his like analysis of why he's going to be by himself based on a lot of what most women are doing out here today, what they what he's seeing in society. But what he's seeing in society is not what he saw in this particular woman but he has not made the move to make that happen. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because to me, my well, when I think of fear of success in a relationship, just to pick up, pick up on that yeah. term or turn of phrase, I think about a, a relationship that's already established and is going well, and the guy does some stupid shit. Got to, you. To kind of so like you think about like sabotage on the on the, on the back end. And, I'm talking about sabotage on the front end, Mikael. I'm talking about that to me. That's that is fear based. Like to answer your question, immediately what came to thought when you asked, you know, when he's talking about the unsolicited name to me, either he doesn't think he's good enough 
Um, really, that's it. I don't have a. I don't have nothing on her. Well, but I, it's I, like he. He. Sees, I was. I would say that, that, but I'm gonna give you the, more of a dynamic. But she's interested though. That like she's an int- Yeah, but like, that don't he, mean knows no that. That. I'm saying he knows that. He knows that. All right, so let's put it this way. Like I'm gonna be real. Like playing with it. Yeah. If they if they talked on the phone. And she's like, yo, I'm a size queen. I like them long and strong. <laughs> and he sit up there like, damn. You know, he knows he's not going to satisfy her regardless of her interest. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there is something he knows that she expects that maybe he can't live up to. So why even put yourself out there like that and do and damage your self-esteem just you know, bro, that's just fear, though. Like, that's right. Come on, man. Like, we can't be afraid to, to, to be successful, bro. Like the the I'm not saying it. it first of all, everybody's going to have some 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 trepidation when it comes to relationship. There's going to be some. I this may or may not work out or we're cool. I don't want to ruin the dynamic. However, if there is somebody out there and this is just me speaking to men listening, if there's somebody out there that you feel as if you could build with that is that has shown you that they're not the same as these other women that you, you know, because men and women, they always talk about all oh, these men out here, this or these women out here that. But right. then when you know some that ain't that, you know, that that, that aren't or some men that ain't that or some women that ain't that. And specifically to men, because men, for the most part, pursue, you need to pursue that. And if you're so what not is, pursuing, what is he afraid of? Is he afraid of what does what does know, the success mean? Like he would have to let let's be a talk provider about let's talk like, about that. That's that's exactly where I'm going okay. with it, right? Okay. Because um, Joe, you want to jump in real quick? Yeah, let me, let me jump in real quick. Okay, go ahead. I think I got stuff. Something sparked in my brain, right? Yeah. So you said uh, he he your friend. He was like, hey. At first, he was like, man, I'm going to be alone forever, right? Yes. We were just talking about the women and the dynamic in, in, in Atlanta right now. He was just like, yeah, I'm kind of coming close to terms with I may just be out here. Yeah. And then on the back end, he said someone comes in. In the picture, another lady. He, that y'all- it, it seemed like it came into his mind. He just brought this, this individual that we have in common up. It was just like, you know that one. I could potentially. It's like, it's like I could build a life with that one. Like, I could build a life. like what? So, so you had it didn't, okay. it, didn't, it didn't match, right? It didn't make sense to me. It didn't you know? make sense, but you know what's interesting, right? So, mm-hmm. so what's interesting is like when I hear the story, it sounds like I, the thing that came to my mind was. Uh, this is what women be saying. Women be saying the same thing. Like I looked at the reverse. I was like, women be like, I'm gonna be alone forever. I'll be alone forever. I found and did they see like this man who is just completely like quote unquote perfect because you know, systematically, of course, perfect, mm. but is like out of reach. And they mm. say, Oh, that's hubby right there. Oh, that's hubby. Oh, good job. Now I, I get that, but she ain't out of reach. She within reach, dog. Like what I'm saying is because I know their dynamic, they've mm. had that kind of dynamic. You get what I'm saying? Not, no, not well, they, let me add, hold on. Let me ask. They've have had they, a, have a, they done more than friends before? 
they have had conversations, you know, like but nothing that was concrete, nothing that was concrete on either side. I mean, of course, there's a friendship, but there's nothing concrete that there was from my perspective, from what I know, they have not crossed the line into like relationship. They just have non-plutonic. a real, yeah, non-plutonic. they just have a real good connection. And, you know, because of, you know, just the way life is, you know, there's there's reasons that things haven't happened, but. Those reasons, it was like, bro. I, I, when I tell you, I laid it out to him. I was like, bro, you know, who gives a fuck like what what happened in the past? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to say it has to be something. No, there's some, that. there's some past back there. It's, okay. It has nothing to do with them uh-huh. two, but there's some, there's some, there's some, you know. But I was like, who cares? Like, you know, if people knew how me and my wife got together, they probably would be like, mm. but it's like, yo, it's we're going eight years now. You know what I'm saying, kids. Mm-hmm built the life, all of that. It's like, that's, that's what should be up here for you. You know what I'm saying? Not what people think about how your relationship starts or, or, or the, you having a relationship at all, but let's get back to, let's get to, to Mikhail's point. What are you afraid of? Right. Mm. That is the piece, right? That's the piece that's been racking my brain. That's the piece. I didn't talk to him about it. So it's like, for me, I'm just kind of, internalizing it, thinking about it and going through what what piece of the success is going to be hard because people talk about the, you know, the 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 things they're afraid of that's going to happen. It's, oh, heartbreak. They don't cheat on me. You know, they're going to hurt me, that kind of thing. But people don't talk about the weight of potentially being successful because I told you he's a stand up guy. He takes care of his family. He yeah. seems as if that does he have kids? He does not have kids, but he, I mean, you know, it, it, no, no, he, no. I meant, I meant that for. I'm asking that for the purpose of. No, he does not. He does not yeah. have children, but you know, he has nieces and nephews that he really cares for and takes good care of. You know, and what I gathered from it when I start thinking about it is like it's it is. Damn, I may I may actually have to be a good husband. I may actually have to be the person that provides for someone else. I may have to take on the weight of, you know, the weight that comes along with that. You yeah, know, that, man, it's, you can, when it's not your kids, you can give them back. Exactly. Man. When it's not your kids, you can give them back. When you're not, when you're not married, you know, whatever she does is what she does. But when, right. when you are married, you know, and not just that, whatever you do is whatever you do. But when you're married, whatever you do actually can directly impact, impact somebody else, you know, somebody yeah. else, Her, you know, in our, going, in this case. going out to the bar, crashing into somebody when you're not married, it's just you. Like when they sue, they're going to sue you. Going out right. to the bar, you marry. When they sue, they're gonna sue you, your wife, your, your whatever estate you got. You know they're gonna cut not necessarily estate, but whatever whatever uh, valuables y'all have together. That's going to play a role in it. And so that that's one piece of it. Then the other piece of it is I just feel as if we're we're not taught to desire that enough. To desire. You know, to desire that type of relationship, that type of feeling enough to where we put it up here. Mm-hmm. And we build. That's true. Like, it's not, it's not I, I mean, I'm I trying feel- to think, do I know, I'm trying to think, who do I know? I mean, it's anecdotal, right? So I don't know who, who was, a, who I identify as somebody that Afraid of commitment. And the only person I can think of is afraid one of, of the success. most committed, one of the most committed 
husbands and fathers I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's scared of success, right? Well, I mean, before before what? he settled down, yeah. I mean, you could not. He, I, I don't ever remember him ever having a girlfriend. Like he, mm. he had women, mm-hmm. you know, or woman at a time or whatever, but he never labeled them as that's my girl. I'm her man. Like he stayed away from the traditional epitaphs that come with that, you know, couples and stuff like that. And I remembered like, and, and the one girlfriend I knew he had, she broke his heart. Mm. I mean, Dude. I mean, horribly. So this is like, this is a childhood friend. So while he's watching this, he's going to be like, I'm going to kick your ass when I see you talking about me. But um, it, it really, <laughs> it, it really is shocking now that you're making me think about it. But to this date, though, he's probably one of the strongest male uh, role models in terms of like husband and father like he there's nothing he was a he was a stepfather first and then he became a father with with his wife and he's committed to both of the kids 110 percent like period okay. so but when i when i think about it he would have been the first person i thought of because he had such a trauma with that one horrible relationship i can mm-hmm. kind of track back to it but uh the people that I know, they're they're afraid of inadequacy. So success. There we go. Success we go. or failure, right? If you're afraid of being inadequate, then you tend to find people will sabotage relationships. Like if they're afraid of uh, failure, like they'll manifest destiny, right? People that are afraid of success have this procrastination issue. That's what I'm getting at. Like it seems like they... They have a potential relationship. They're doing everything. Their relationships would be, you know, uh, tied to, but they won't. Let, let's let's talk about that, right? I think it's systematically reinforced. You know what I mean? Like, especially like the separation of the household. It seems very systematic. You know what I mean? Like, it's very hard for like, wait, go ahead. No, what I'm saying, when you think about it, right? When you think about mm-hmm. it, it's like the, you know, when when I hear these conversations, what I hear is I hear fear in the conversation. And then I hear mm-hmm. men. This is just my perspective. I hear men who harp on the fact that they want women to be wife material. Right. But when I when you really, really take a real close, deep listening to what they're saying, it's really because they don't feel like they're ready to be husband material. It's almost like they're they're not ready to take that leap. They're not ready to lead. They're they're it's it's almost like a it's almost like a deflection. It's almost like a deflection because I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I don't know more women that are wife material than men that are husband material. That's just me. Say that again. Say that again. I cannot pretend that I know more women, like I don't know more women that are wife material than I do men that are husband material. I'm I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. I'm talking about mm. with my perspective. I know more women that are wife material, what you would consider wife material, than men that would 
that would women would consider husband material. Well, let's well see. Let's, let's, I'm just saying. Yeah, because I'm be honest with you, I I don't want I didn't want a wife material for the sake of me. I wanted a wife, but when I think of wives, I think of mothers. Mm-hmm. So right. my wife material is she'd be a good mother. I still wanted a freak in the sheet. Yes, that like course. that. That's what I'm saying. That's a, so, in my opinion, that's a part of wife material. That's right. just me. So like, you know, I would have to find out if women expect husband material to be meaning that he's what exactly a great yeah, what like like that's what i'm saying like i don't know what they're yeah so at that point it's up to our imagination and that to me leans towards when okay. i talk to when i talk to guys and they're like well you know i get serious about wanting to find a start a family once i get this place in my career because he's doing it based on what he thinks what would husband be, material is. What husband, yeah, husband material would be, not because of feedback that okay. he got from. That's a good potential. point. So when men don't reach that level of what they think husband material should be, what do you think is their reaction to that? Is their reaction that I'm not husband material, or is their reaction is these women are not wife material? Oh shit, it could be both. I think it's both too. Yeah, I, I think it's both. From I'm just gonna go from my perspective. I feel there is a deflection that's happening that men are not. And this is just me. All right. That men are not in the space that they want to be in life, whatever that may be. No, I agree. And, I agree. and because men are not in the space that they want to be in life, they are looking at women and saying, hey, look, I have to find something wrong with you. Because I cannot, and I think that's probably what you were saying earlier. I mm. I cannot actually be this leader, right? Maybe because it's, I don't have the finances, or I can't be this leader, you know, because I have other issues that I have not worked on. That's well, another, because I like too much ass. Yeah, maybe I like too much <laughs> ass, or I, you know, I it, not necessarily about not necessarily just I I don't have the finances, or I just don't comport myself in a way that I need to in order to, you know, be responsible for that. So you're talking about something that we call uh, it's a defense mechanism. Yes. Um, And it's and it's not something specific to guys. It just looks different. Like the way it looks on women would be a woman that says, oh, I ain't never want kids. I ain't never want kids. Okay. But then they melt every time they see a baby, they see a baby. Somebody close to them gets like, pregnant. Oh they become God. more of a mother than the baby mother. fever. Right. Baby <laughs> fever. And, you know, and then if it, she becomes a mom. It, it, that may not be any different than him saying, hey, man, I can't wait. I see. I see that. You know, I would. Right. I would love that. You know, you know, I can't wait to find a, a woman that'll make me, um, you know, take my kids and take waterfall pictures and all that. Like, but it's like, but you have ideas of who you want and you're not even pursuing that. Because they're not finished pursuing who they think they should be. Mm. That's how I. That's the only thing that kind of makes it makes sense to me. They they have this they have this vision, and they're not interviewing women. Um, most women I know that talk about it. Of course, you're gonna have those that are like focused on st- they want X Y Z stability, and a lot of women don't know how to build with somebody. Uh, that's because that's not what society shows them. To Joe's point. Yeah, it's systemic. 
so speaking of which, since Joe's in, in a little different position than we are, you know, he's not married yet. Let's ask, like, what, what about you? What what burden do you feel, you know, comes with, you know, the next step, whether it just be marriage or just more commitment, like, you know, more assets together, that kind of thing. What what burdens do you feel as a man come along with that? Now, and I'll tell you what, what I felt when I kind of started getting into that. Well, uh, the burden that, uh, well, me, I'm in a different world, to be honest with you. Like me, to be real, like, uh, if we talking about systemic, if we talking about marriage or whatnot, it well, take marriage exactly. out of it. The more you want to be, let's let's just say, the more you want to to build with your with with the, with the woman that you're with. You don't it only have to be marriage. Just more so, you know. There's levels to every relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's just say, you know, you you're trying to build a family next. Like, what what do you feel about that? Like, what's the? Do you have any anxiety about that? Do you have any kind of pressure associated with that in your mind? Well, like me specifically. Yes. Yes. Well, me specifically, I'm I'm happy where I'm at. Honestly, like if, if you're talking about me specifically, uh, the way I view, if we talk about marriage, if we talk about systemic marriage, then we have it's a whole nother debate. <laughs> if if that's the conversation we no, have, I get what you're saying. Like, we've had we've had this debate with you before. Yeah, so all right. I, I think know this is more at, internal. That's, that's kind of where I'm getting. That's like okay, take the systematic right. Yeah, this is all out. internal for you. It's more so like for you, like as you progress in life, like mm-hmm. the idea of what it means and what role you will play. How do you feel about that? Well, as far as like my relationship, everything I do is for my queen. So it's exactly what it is you know what i mean like uh i'm never leaving her site she's never leaving my site so everything we do is for each other so that's what that's the way it's supposed to be do you have any apprehension going into another chapter say you guys get pregnant any apprehension on that are you just like let's go where, uh, where, are you gung ho for it or not like where the we have it's whole other debate the direction the world is going and like what the world is uh, demanding of people like-minded, like me and my queen is getting kind of complicated. So it's like, in reality, like, would I like to have a kid? Me and my queen, we're definitely thinking about having a child, but we're definitely paying attention to the direction of the world because like if at times it's harder for us to the point where we can't go to the grocery stores normally, you know what I mean? Like. That's that that it'd be a little I mean, complicated. There are people having babies in famine countries. No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just being honest. Wait, I'm just wait, being wait, real. It's <laughs> a real conversation. So no, I'm no, we, we get that. What we're saying, like what I'm just being very present. No, we, 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 no, we get it. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes, so, it's yeah, something right. to think about. It's something to think yeah, about. Yeah, it's something to think about. Like, if food food is scarce, economics, uh, war, <laughs> you feel me? Like, that should play a, that should play a role. That should play a <laughs> part for anybody, like, man. Yeah, but, that's, nah, that's true. No, but like, if y'all talking about marriage, the way I view marriage is exactly the way Sam described it. You get into that car accident, everybody is liable for that everybody goddamn car. It, right? We all in it together. But, but it's the truth. But I really think it's much more like marriage. It, that's the topic. And uh, but commitment is really the biggest issue because it's like we don't know how to stay united. And I do think men do sabotage uh, 
relationships based on them not being honest, you know what I mean? Based on them not truly being able to uh, receive what a woman says and, or able to even nurture what a woman is even talking about, you know? And they're supposed to be the leaders. So it's like, it, it's a it's a couple of things that I feel like men do wrong, but uh, it's just, it's a, it's a complicated subject because I feel like it's systemic. You know what I mean? It's it's something that's reinforced. No, I, I know, actually agree with you. I actually now. agree with you. I think, uh, you know, if we're talking systemic, let's let's just get into patriarchy. You know, that the, the way that it's set up, it's set up in a way that, you know, men are detached from emotion or you're supposed to be attached from emotion outside of anger and, you know, being like stoic and chill, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so when it comes down to actually taking that leap, it's a, it's a much higher leap. You get what I'm saying? Like for when you go from being no emotions and now you have emotions for these women, or you have an idea that you want to take the leap, it's harder for you to do because you don't operate in that space enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, what I'm saying is, uh, you know, and then, you know, you got to add there's heartbreak in between. There's all kinds of stuff that may impact that. But what I'm saying is if if you're in a space where um, where basically the majority of your life, you haven't had to be uh, vulnerable from a from a standpoint of your emotions, then when that time comes, even when you're you're 30, you just can't sh- shut it off. You know what I'm saying? You can't just st- shut off how you always been. It's I a mean, it, it's a it's a harder leap. That's all I'm saying. Not to I, say it I doesn't just, happen. It, it happens. You well, know, I have yeah, friends. I'm like, you know, right. it, it has to happen. But I, I think to be fair across the board, you, it's not like you ask somebody to marry you every day, right? No. It's not like you know it ain't it ain't nothing like dating. Like we we at a point now. And I'm or should I just speak for myself? Yeah. You know, I'm at a space now where you know if if I was at the club, I know how to pick the pick up. A lady, you know what I mean? Like it's, but when I first started out, it was real raggedy, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, and so what I'm comparing it to is the pressure of the role that you're fitting. You know, at a younger age, if we lost our virginity, it was applauded, you know what I mean? Versus what happens with, with women. And it takes a lot of pressure to get to the point where you lose your virginity, all right? We're moving forward. It's like, hey, man, you out there in these streets, you single, you 18, you supposed to be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be in now. Right, so it's like, <laughs> that was pressure, and we felt yeah. anxiety about mm-hmm. it. But then once we got good at it or used to it, it wasn't that big of a pressure. The next chapter is a bigger chapter. It's a thicker but, book. Mikhail, though, that's not what I'm talking about, though. See, you're talking about asking a woman to marry you. They're oh, putting that that, well, that pressure has trickled down to not even getting into those serious kind of. Well, to be fair, bro. To, well, bro, be fair to me. Okay. Marriage is not the next stage. The commitment is. Yes. But understand yes. something that once you once you start commitment, the conversation in a woman's mind, the person that you're with, is where is this going? Yeah, you know what I mean. That that is hanging out. Yeah, I can I can see it. I get it, bro. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree with you. You know, asking a woman to marry you, 
You know, I've done it. I know what that feels like. That's but I'm a, saying, if you could that, just say, hey, man, I'm in a committed. How many people you met that have been in the same relationship for 15, 20 years and they've been together all that time and then they get married and then they end up breaking up? Like, how many times have you heard that story? I mean, we've heard that several times. Several we, times. We, we oh, but the they time. were able to stay successful in that relationship for 20 years without the burden of being liable with one another. You understand what I'm saying? But what is that? Have y'all thought about what that is? I mean, to me, I could speak for me. For me, it was about uh, not feeling, even though I made good money at the time, like I was in another relationship that I thought I was going to end up in marriage. And that marriage, that relationship lasted obviously too long. But part of my, one of my issues of not moving forward was I didn't know if I could provide, even though I was making six figures, you know, like, even though I was making what people should make in my mind, I was supposed to be a millionaire. So I was like, yeah, when I get that first million, I was like, now I'm looking back. I'm like, I was an idiot, but you were scared of success. bro. I was scared of the success of the relationship. We were successful. People thought we were married already. Mm. Like it's crazy, but that's what happens. Mm. And it's just you, I, I think, I remember talking to somebody and they were like, they were embarrassed that they had shared that they were with somebody and they had, at the time they had broke up with that somebody, right? And they were so upset that they shared the relationship because they felt like it failed and and they were like, I'm just not going to tell nobody anymore when I'm in a relationship, I'm just going to stay in it because they felt like sharing it jinxed it. You seeing a lot of that, bro. Issa Rae right. got married. Nobody even knew she had a boyfriend. Nobody even knew she had a boyfriend, let alone. And you you're know, seeing, you're seeing a lot more of that. You're seeing a lot right. more of that. And so is it is it just the fact that people just don't feel like they they are they afraid of the what comes along with being in a relationship with societies? Yeah, I view think so. of it is, you know, I think so. like it just, what I'm talking about is just, it's just you said what commitment is not reinforced. It, it's I mean, not well, people like, people expect it to fail. You just want to have good energy. To me, you just need good energy around you. Let's be honest. Like out of all our relationships, if the people around you were just being negative, that will play a part. Indirectly, it would play a part yeah. on how we enjoy our relationships. Okay. So. It's, so do you think that it's the fact that maybe because I want to I want to focus on men, maybe is that men aren't reinforcing that enough? I you know, from from a standpoint of like right, we get together, the boys get together. I mean, all my boys are married. So for the most part, all my homeboys are married in real committed relationships. And, you know, if you're around me, I'm not going to just let you we're going to talk. You know, because I if I know that something that you aspire to have or you aspire to be a father, have a family or whatever case may be, I'm a I'm a rap with you. You know what I'm saying? And so is it that that there's just not enough of these type of conversations where we sit? Because it's like sometimes what happens is, you know, in order to be when I when I'm in a room, sometimes they make me seem like I'm just this super guy, you know, they're like, hey, man, that's that family man right there. That, right. that boy saying this is like, yo, chill. This is just a decision that I've made. And I live and I get this a lot. How did you know? I was like, bro, it's like I spent time with my wife. 
I enjoyed her company. It <laughs> wasn't difficult. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't hard. <laughs> and, when, and what's most important is like when we had disagreements, we learn how to work it out. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. but for them, it's almost like, it's like you're reading out of a magic book, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, how did you know she was the one? There's just so many out here. It's like, yes, there is. And I and I tell them the same thing I tell everybody. My wife is not the only person I could have married. You know, I don't I don't believe in this Disney fairy tale that, you know, you just run into somebody and that's just the person you're meant to be with forever. I could have married other women. But my wife was one of the women that said, you know what? Forget the other ones. This is the one that I want. You get what I'm saying? And that's what matters It's like, you know what? Forget the other potentials. This is this one is the one I've sat with. We've been able to work, work things out in ways that, you know, in the past, I probably wouldn't have worked out in this manner. This is somebody I actually want to be with when I wake up in the morning is about that desire. Right. And so it's like, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But it's just like, you know, it, it, I just don't like the fact that when I talk to men, it seems as if this is their first time hearing something like this. I think lying, lying is reinforced heavy in the in when you talk about like telling the truth. Remember when we when we were young, you always have men like, don't tell her that. Why would you tell her that? Why would you say that? Uh, like, yeah, my dad, my dad. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Dad. The lying culture starts early. It starts lying early. Culture starts when you before you even lose your virginity. Lying culture starts, which is crazy. Now we're forced to lose our virginity at a very young age. AKA to mean cool, you know what I mean? To be cool, to be considered something like, you know what I mean? Well, so to be accepted. To be accepted. That's yeah. the that's the role that, that patriarchy tells you play. You know, it's like, nah, you, you the, the man is how many women you can get. You know, we talked about this on the other episode, right? On the yeah, sex with, episode. With and so, yeah. And so that's, that's a part of it. And so lying comes into play because it's like, okay, how do you protect yourself from people knowing what type of not good person you are. You got to, or, or J Cole talks about it in one of his albums where his dad taught him how to lie early. Like he was like, his dad would be with another woman with him and be like, Hey, bro, you don't tell your mom that, you know what I'm saying? We just, we, we boys, right. We men, right. You know, we men, right. And then, so, the idea that it's cool to be really committed, not just, you know, OK, we walked down the aisle and we we got married committed. But I'm talking about really committed in the standpoint of your loyalty is there, your monog- your monogamous, whatever the case may be, is it's almost like a it, it's like a uh, it's a ruse. It's not real. It's like a veil of commitment It's not a real, clear, co- clear, concise type of commitment. So I, I'm a, let me just say that my father, he, he did this, you know, in terms of me observing him, knowing whether he's being honest or not, stuff like that, too. But he even went further and was like, told me, don't ever have my nose open like that over a woman ever again. Which, you know, for me was kind of like. At the time, I was like, man, fuck what you talking about? Man, what, what's love, nose open? What's nose open? Nose open means like you just open. Like, yeah, girl, like you, what else? you head over heels for a while. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you head no, over heels. Your nose wide open. I don't like open, her bro. more than she like you type of deal. <laughs> yeah. 
And and I, at the time I was like, man, fuck what you talking about. Man. I see your marriage. I see you ain't shit. Yeah, you, you ain't know? you ain't a good married man. Right. right. <laughs> and so uh and then I got my heart broke by somebody else. And I was like, my daddy was right, man. Right, was right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he knew better than that. I should have listened to him. And all of that stuff plays in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? And I can't lie and say that it did not impact me, affect me. Um, and and any even my current relationship, I can't say that it doesn't. You know what I mean? Because he is my dad. I looked up to him when I was a little kid, you know what I'm saying? But then when I, as I grew into a teenager and really started to understand the dynamics of a relationship. And then as a young adult, I was like, yeah, I need to hook my, <laughs> my role model shit up to somebody else. Yeah, but it was like, but it was, it, it, it really does. It's seed. It's like somebody sprinkling seed on the ground. And you really can't control when it grows or where it grows. But once it germinates, it's there. Mm-hmm. And that's how that shit is. So, I mean, my fear, and I'll speak about it currently. Like, I'm, I, I remember when I, my biggest fear wasn't about being a husband. It was about being a dad. Like, it was because I really felt ill-equipped to be a father because of him being my role model for as long as he was. And all I knew is I was supposed to do the opposite. Right. Well, to be a father, I had to be in a relationship. I knew I could be in a relationship, but I didn't know how to take it to the next level without getting to that fear that you were talking about. Yeah. Nah, it, you know I, what I mean? I, nah, like I'm, I'm, I understand 100 percent. I understand. Like, 100%. Metaphorically, the ocean. Right. We know that sharks will bite in waste deep water. We'll go into the, the knees and maybe even thigh high, but we are not going to go to that waist deep water if you're afraid of the shark. You know, our insecurities yeah. is that shark. And, it, and and we see it out there. We already in the water. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can swim where we at, but it's we're just, let's call it, we're not going to take it out that further. And until we, you know, take a, take a leap of faith and, uh, I mean, and, and and hope that we, you know, we can make it work on the other side. I I, I think it's I'm not going to pretend like it's not scary. Like, OK, I, I, I know I've been kind of getting into them about them being, you know, feeling inferior and not maybe not feeling like they're they're men feeling like they may not be the best uh, pro- provider or best protector mm-hmm. or best father, best husband, whatever it, it is. From my perspective, it is it is a scary thing, you know especially when, you know, you start to interact in the space where, you know, you're, you're taking someone's daughter, you know, and you, you have to have that conversation with, with, with her father and, and say, Hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the man to take care of her. You know, I mean, if he's around, but you know, but from, for some, not all, but, for the ones that have to do that, it's like, you know, you're looking at it like, wow, like this is a, you know, a real step. Now, for the ones that are not doing that, meaning the ones that go ahead, go ahead, man. I will say, let me say, I said that tongue in cheek because the reality is uh, there are a lot of single parent homes that, and the dad may not be alive, may not be in a family, but 
if you if you're not talking to the dad, you're talking to their mother. Yeah. And that's what I that's to me is like talking to another man. We can relate. To we can relate. We, we've both done it, you know, right. or, for the most part. But talking to the mother, man, that's a. <laughs> I can only imagine. I didn't have to do that, but right. <laughs> I can only imagine what that what that's like. You know, because because you know what it, what that goes into. Oh yeah, well you know I've been done wrong. You know I've mm, been you know right. I've dealt with this. You know, but on the other end, it's like, look, man. You know, my my wife's dad has some very specific things, and none of them had to do with. It's just like, don't hit her. You know, mm-hmm. and make sure she gets her doctorate. And I was just like, I can do both of those. Yeah. That was simple, though. Like, that was simple. I'm going to do more than that, but I won't do those two things. I promise that. I you know, to, and, I talked to Cody's mom, and that was a lot more. That was definitely heavier than I think. So, like I was saying, the previous relationship I was in, like, I had talked to her dad, and, and um, that wasn't such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, for a myriad of reasons, um, but mostly because it was just another guy talking to another guy. Um, but talking to Courtney's mom and knowing that she raised her, you know, pretty much by herself and with the family as a village, it it that definitely was a harder conversation to have because all that all the baggage and experiences that dad had as a single home with the absent father, all this other stuff was kind of like hanging out there. And I, whether she, she didn't even say it, that was just me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was just like, oh my God, okay. I'm not a savior. I'm not gonna come in and save nobody. Like, I, you know, how, how do I articulate? Oh, you know, I'm gonna marry your daughter. It sounds simple talking about it, but at the time it shit was just heavy, bro. Like I even look back at the video of when I asked Courtney to marry me. I was shaking and shit. My kids laughing. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I find myself to be one of those people. Huh? There's a recording of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on YouTube and everything. I got I got a recording, but it, it's not super clear. But man, when I tell you. You you think you're you know for me I'm the I I've stood in front of crowds you know you know talk hey, hello yeah, yeah no issues it's not <laughs> no. no I don't I don't I'm not the butterflies but boy to 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 get down on one knee in, in front of people in front of her family or whoever yeah. her love and one. you know she's gonna say yeah and you know exactly you know she's gonna say yeah but I know so why 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 you was nervous, the, bro? I don't I'm know. I'm tell you, it's, like it's, it's, it's just this whole thing. You it's work up it's working your through you, bro. Like it's yeah. it's working. Like just the same way you see men get married and you see them break down and they faint and they be fighting and stuff, bro. It is overwhelming <laughs> to think that you're about to build your life with life. someone, and in the in the times like the things you're doing are commemorating that moment. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the moment is what, in a way, whether you believe in marriage or not, everybody does something to celebrate their uh, their union at some point. And whenever that moment hits, you think about everything. You think about the things y'all going through and the things y'all going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so all of that, the weight of that, the gravity of that, you know, generations have been made out of men and women 
really connecting. You know, the 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 power of the family has been created out of a man and a woman connecting. And you can feel that. You can feel that in those the, moments. The, 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 that not burden as a negative, but the weight. It's the weight. It's not it's a burden because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's welcomed, but you right. can feel it. You know, um, your ancestors are there. It's like you can feel them. It's, 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 it's kind of freaky. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. But um, what I will say, so we can rap, so we can rap. I like you know, the ancestors. Because, because no, bro, you can mm-hmm. feel it, bro. You for yeah, real. You can feel it, bro. And and um because you know, we kind of leaked into marriage. Um, in in the, the goal is, in my opinion, the goal is marriage, not 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 just like to get, you know, walk down the aisle, but the goal is to build family, build wealth, build, build a structure, build a legacy. You know, and right. that's what marriage, that's what marriage is supposed to and be. that's what marriage is supposed to be. So so the the for the men out here that feel as if you're inadequate, that feel that they're afraid of of actually taking that leap in, in committing to good women. You know, I'm not I'm not going to be a proponent of men just committing to anybody. I'm talking about good women like this dude sat up here and said, no. This woman is a good woman. You know, I can see myself building a legacy with her mm. and he has not taken the steps in that direction. I'm, I'm I'm imploring you to do that. It's one of the best decisions I made in my life. No, it's not always easy. No, it's not mm. always great. Yes. Sometimes you will feel the burden of being the man in the relationship. Yes. Sometimes you're going to wake up and say, I got to make some shit shape. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the way it is. But that but what I want you to know is that you're equipped. I want you to know that you were you were created for times like these. You get what I'm saying? You have everything that you need in order to do that. All that self-doubt. I wonder, can I be a great dad? I didn't have a dad. Mm-hmm. I wonder, can I be a great husband? I didn't see a good marriage. I wonder, can I be you know, a, a good provider. Man. I don't have any money. I right. wonder, can I be a great protector? I've never, you know, I'm just not one of those people. Look, man, you have it all in you. You're in eight response to do these things. Providing is more than providing is more than money. Protection is more than fighting. You know, all of these things you have to understand, you know, society is not has not like Joe said, is not necessarily built us to 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 grab that piece of us by the horns and we have to because black families depend on it you know i'm talking black people at this point black families depend mm-hmm. on it when yeah. you're talking about good black men and good mm-hmm. black women that cannot find each other it's 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 becoming an issue that cannot take that leap is becoming an issue that cannot create good, strong families. I'm not talking, I'm not, there's nothing, I have nothing against, you know, single parent homes, baby mama, baby fathers, this and that, you know, there, there, you can create good, strong people, but the units are what creates legacies. You get what I'm saying? It's the togetherness that creates legacies. Right. And so we need that. And what we you need, put together that creates dynasty. Exactly. And we need that. We're too, we, the black community is too circumvented and we see it in the way our relationships play out. We're too separate, separated. There's too many segments and we see it based on how these relationships play out. One man may have, you know, kids on the West coast, East coast, North and South, 
And, you know, he may see some of them every once in a while, but how are you going to create a legacy when you can't spend that time? How are you going to create a legacy when you can't create that bond, when you can't get, when you don't know what your core values are? You get what I'm saying? We can't instill that into people. And you have that. We can do that. And so I'm just letting these, these men out here know you have what it takes to be a great father, a great husband, a great dad, a great provider, a great protector. You have all of that. So don't don't let society tell you otherwise and don't be afraid or insecure to the point that you are demonizing women. That's all I'm saying. That's just, just my because, point. Just because you can't just just because you can't swallow a pill. Yeah. Look, don't demonize women. Don't demonize women. Uh, but no, you said something very interesting. Like, um, uh, we have to be aware that this stuff is definitely getting reinforced. You know, men, we have to put ourselves in a position and to continue to understand that we hold a role in this system that can push our women and push ourselves to put ourselves at a higher level, higher frequency. And we have to be aware that the biggest war tactic that was used on the people of color is disconnection. You know what I mean? They made, they, they forced us through the mind, of course, through looking at each other's eyes as if we're not each other as a way to roam, as a way to rule over us. So we got to understand like to unite, honestly, is the biggest, is the biggest fight that we can continue to push. If we unite, stay connected, like you see, our, we continue to see ourselves grow in the largest way. You know what I mean? So that's me, I got. Well, I'm going I'm to piggyback off that because I agree with you. I think how can we consider ourselves nation building when we don't have the unity? Like, I think for me, is the call to action is to start holding men that we know accountable. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like your friend you were talking about, Sam, like, like, sit them down, almost like an intervention and be like, look, I don't want to hear shit else about you. Can't find nobody. <laughs> you know, nah, you bro. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you can't say that. You, yeah, look at, you, you can't you can't pray for a good woman while thinking ain't no good women out here. You're not going to find nothing. It, well, you're going to manifest the destiny that yeah, you, you're gonna pray, you think yeah. about. It. So it's kind of like, but I'm just saying like a call to action to me is focus on, and this is to any man, whether you single or, or married or, or in a committed relationship, we are in a space in this fight where we have to start nation building, where we have to start looking out, not just for our children, but children. Um, and, and I think, and I feel that if we change our mindset and start looking towards that, then establishing family will not be as intimidating as it is. You know what I mean? Like we we naturally tell kids, hey man, stop, stop what you're doing. What, put that down. You know, like we won't. I haven't been around people that have let a child walk into the street. You know what I'm saying? Like we we tend to watch kids. I know I've been in my son's football practices and, and the little brothers and sisters of football players are out there. And some parents are at the practice, some are not. But the kids are there. So I'm like, hey, get down, you know, come on over here, sit down. These are not my kids. You know what I mean? But what kind of man would I be if I just sat there and watched this child potentially injure themselves even mortally? Like the other day, the boy was climbing over the top of the bleacher. Like, what the hell? You know, and I think that that's 
part of a psyche that needs to be established back in our community. No more that, oh, that ain't none of my business type of shit. Like we really need to be looking after one another. Like mm-hmm. be in my business, please. Let, <laughs> don't Amen. let somebody just come side swipe my life. You know what nope. I mean? Like look out for me, you know, yeah. be my brother's keeper. And I think helping people bridge over that hurdle that you and I experienced, Sam, when we were talking yeah. about that pressure, support them through that. And, and we'll start to see a change and, and not just in our community, but economic ability too. Yes. And sir. that's all I got on. Hey man, look for more conversations like this, hit us up. You good bro podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you good bro podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, you want to come on the show, just hit us up that way. And it's, uh, why is you good bro pod? on Twitter. So yeah. Uh I'm Sam Duke. I'm good. Hey, I'm Tell Mikhail. I'm good. My name is Joe Duke. And when you put all your fingers together, this can throw a mighty blow. United. And I'm good. Joe Duke and I'm good. Grandma your head. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma your head. Oh man, I'm out of here.